I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Take one. Do you want anything from the shop? Cut it out. Chocolate! It doesn't say anything about a chocolate, does it? No. No, it doesn't. Sure it doesn't. So fuck off! My boy says he can eat 50 eggs, he can eat 50 eggs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! You're certifiable, Quint, you know that? You're certifiable! Hello, Dimitri. Listen, I, I can't hear too well. Do you suppose you could turn the music down just a little? Oh, that's much better. So here we are. It's a quick discussion on Star Wars Rogue One. Although, no, sorry. A quick discussion on Rogue One. Yeah, It, it was meant to be Rogue One, a Star Wars story, story. But when it started, there was none. Huge uh, warning. If you haven't seen the film, stop listening. Count it's going to massive four, spoilers. Three, two, one. Uh, but I think if anyone is listening, they will already have probably seen it. But uh, yeah. And before we before you hang up, we, come back, come back, come back. Yeah. Uh, we will have a whole load of best of stuff publishing in the days after this is published. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But um, okay, yeah. let's go. Do we enter with a clip or anything? Or we just launch into it. I don't know. Is this the podcast? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to work out here. Um, no, well, basically, so what? What is what is Rogue One? Yeah. Um, it's the first proper spin-off in the Star Wars anthology series, also known as you can have one of these every year for the rest of your life. Pretty much. Um, the key thing being, and I suppose there wasn't much known about this. It comes right before Episode Four, after Episode Three, and before Episode Four. No one really knew how soon, but it's literally yeah, ten I- minutes. Is it? Pretty much, I kind of yeah, took it was yeah. 10 minutes but yeah. anyway it focuses on the birth of the Rebel Alliance as they acquire the plans for the Death Star the, the Death Star that will reveal the famous vent yeah at least loop. it kind of goes somewhere to explain and it's like why is there this stupid tiny like oh if you do this here this is what will happen yeah oh, exactly um so in it, we've got Felicity Jones, who plays uh, uh, Jen Erso, who's the daughter of scientist uh, Galen Erso, played mm-hmm. by Mads Mikkelsen, who isn't in it nearly enough, to be honest. No. But, um, and then he, the film opens with Jen's a young child, and uh, Galen is being effectively abducted or re, re-enlisted into yeah. working. Because it Empire. turns out he's a great architect for the, uh, the Empire, and he basically made the plans for the Death Star and it's kind of they're like you can't he did a runner then obviously when he realised what it was going to become and it's like no you need to come back what do you think he thought it was going to become yeah a laser that can just like warm a planet maybe break break up big asteroids or something yeah big old yeah true enough okay um so then the main baddie probably at that level is the guy who enlists him and manages the construction of it the project manager Mm -hmm. is Krennic uh, played by Ben Mendelsohn Um, and then we zip forward 13 years Uh, Jen's parents are both out of the picture she's imprisoned and she ends up becoming buddies with uh, Cassie and Andor played by Diego Luna and his droid K2SO uh, voice did you know who did the voice Alan Chuddock yeah yeah it's great he's brilliant yeah and then a pilot played by Riz from the night of uh, Riz yeah. Ahmed sorry Naz big Naz. year for him yeah when definitely. I saw him appear I was just like oh, you're gonna explode this year yeah. Riz uh, Riz Ahmed plays Naz in the HBO series the night of and his character is Bodhi Rook uh, and then there's a blind wannabe Jedi named Churit Imwe and a sort of a mercenary army kind of guy called Baze Malbus. The reason I read these out is because I didn't know any of their names and I didn't really 
tune into who or what they were or why yeah. they why they were because like the start of the film does this really bad thing in my head where it goes to about five different planets in the space of two minutes and it goes like Pah. and then here we are and then here we are and this is going on here so for the first 10 minutes it's like now it's how about you stick with the story and just you yeah. know and that sense of scale you don't is that really bad writing you know what people think about with plays if you've got like eight set changes yeah. it's just bad screenwriting yeah. you should be able to explain so we might just take a clip at this point before we reveal Perfect. where we're at. Uh, this is just a clip of the Rebel Alliance discussing their options as they realise that they're basically screwed and what can they do? If the Empire has this kind of power, what chance do we have? What chance do we have? The question is what choice? Run, hide, plead for mercy, scatter your forces. You give way to an enemy this evil with this much power and you condemn the galaxy to an eternity of submission. The time to fight is now. So that was that. So Bit of an old clip. chat. Yeah. Um, um, what so did you think? I didn't like this. Okay. Um, uh, up front, I'm giving it like two stars. Uh, really, it was just so didn't care. Now, it has problems because if you know the Star Wars world, you know that they're all going to die because there's a thing in A New Hope where, like, some really great people all died trying to get us these plans. So, like, from the start, you're like, all these people are going to die. Did you think that they all would die? Yeah. I had some sort of hope. <laughs> I don't know, was it hope? A New Hope? Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. But I wondered... But every single new character, and we listed them all there. Yeah, they all die. Like yeah. apart from and Bail Organa, who goes back to yeah. Alderaan, and he dies in the next film, and Darth Vader, yeah. and and so. I didn't care that any of them died because I was like, I didn't care about any of them, and it just mm. it doesn't. The best part of the film for me was the last five minutes when Darth Vader is properly in it and goes berserker and kills about twenty people. Yeah, when it becomes the true prequel to a new. Yeah, hope. and um, it doesn't have the same. Uh, buzz of The Force Awakens because Chewbacca and like it's not oh there's the Millennium Falcon or there's that there's certain bits and pieces Um, I think the story is a bit of a a mess I think there's like this faux emotion that they're trying to create just falls flat there's lots of small things that really annoy me there's a brilliant character of a blind monk or you know he's not a blind monk it reminds me of that fable of the blind monk um, who's wanted to be a Jedi or was at some point he keeps saying this thing the force is with me I'm with the force and I was like no one says that and it really annoyed me I thought you said you liked him apart I like that character oh, but yeah. that thing really really pissed mm. me off I was just like and, oh. and Jin says may the force be with us at some point before the thing and I don't actually I'm trying to work out the place of the Jedi at this time and I don't think they've just kind of been wiped out and it's really just yeah. Obi-Wan who's gone off and yeah and a little nod to him there's a few so I land so you're on the two star yeah I land on the three stars I think I was disappointed and the final I do think the final sort of half an hour as a set piece and as an action thing I was like this is very well done I do I'm enjoying it on um Scarif is it on that mm. planet and I liked being there but up until that point like, because we were a bit late. I, went, I saw this at like five o'clock, so it was kind of a race from work to get there and missed all the trailers, landed as the IFCO sensor thing. Landed. Mm-hmm. So it took a few minutes to kind of get into it, but mm-hmm. it took me about maybe half an hour, 45 minutes before I'm like, actually, do I care about any of these people? And yeah. I like the droid. I like... He was brilliant. I think, I think they perform well. I think the problem is in... The but I don't the think the whole thing is structured and there's no love story mind. either so there's the hint of a one and I'm glad it didn't turn into one but so there's no chemistry you're not rooting for anyone 
um, like the relationship between Finn and um, Ray you know. in Force Awakens is yeah. better. The chemistry is so much better, and the key actors aren't in it. Like the the heavyweights of acting, like Ben Mendelsohn and uh, Mads Mikkelsen, aren't in it nearly enough. Yeah, and there shouldn't be. And like Ben Mendelsohn's character is so stupid and redundant. Like Darth Vader comes into it like halfway through, as and you're like, why didn't you just have Darth Vader in it? I would have been so much better because yeah. like Ben Mendelsohn is then has no like real or a sense of a bad guy like he's just stupid and it's pointless like yeah it's I did like seeing uh, Darth Vader's house <laughs> yes on uh, probably Mus- Musfari is it yeah, the planet when it was, and then I was just like I didn't realise he lived in uh, the volcano where he from Sauron or you know the two towers and you were just so like so oh. they did I read again this is the kind of film that even if you didn't see it you'll have as much time going on Reddit and reading blogs about oh all these fun things in it so apparently all these original drawings from 1977 about where Darth Vader lived from production designer Ralph McQuarrie they went back and looked at these so the, it's accurate um, I also the other bit that I really did like was the the dogfight kind of scenes I think they brought some footage from A New Hope into it like as it looked there's something in the lighting the head on camera shot mm-hmm. that like, George Lucas kind of did A and the orange scenes, jackets yes. and the helmets and mm. red one and uh, all that kind of thing I and they, they I think they used some footage and, car- and yeah. character shots from then that they just knitted in which I think is cool mm. um, massive moral quandary of the fact that Peter Cushion is in it for so much he's been totally CGI'd into it he was in A New Hope he's now dead and he's in it and I was just like mm. does anyone have to sign off on this or clear it or is your image the pro- like does George Lucas fucking own his image now like yeah, they, or does Disney now I was just like this is really uncool like they have a thing in the credits with special acknowledgement to Peter Cushing OBE um, but he died 22 years ago yeah, but so like, what did, did any, he did anyone ask him did yeah. his wife or his kids be like oh I'm, yeah that's cool I'm sure uh, yeah I would suspect so because they Gareth Edwards is the director he did Godzilla he did Monsters he loves special effects so you like to think that he did he like he likes the idea of doing these experimental things yeah. I think with it it's weird like everyone's like oh they really nailed it it doesn't have those kind of dead eyes that everyone like everyone goes back to the Polar Express how everyone looks dead yeah, yeah. he looks weird his face moves and floats yeah. a little bit in 10 years if they revisit this yeah. and maybe maybe this shouldn't be I seen on looked, a big screen okay. but it didn't look real no but you could know straight away like yeah. oh, that guy's CGI well yeah even at that because mm. not you'd be like that guy is very much Forrest Whitaker is terrible in it he's a character in it for about five minutes I really think he can't act and he's doing this again thing it's just like he somehow managed to become like an angry black man like be typecast as that even though it's in a sci-fi film and he's in it only for a couple of minutes because he dies but he's this really fake like emotional thing with the the woman and it's like oh save go for it and it's like oh I don't, I don't care why couldn't he breathe I don't know. They alluded to some, and he's no legs as well. So I guess he's kind yeah. of been in the wars, literally. Yeah. Um, yeah, could have done without him, I think. And he's symptomatic of that first half an hour because yeah. you're like, I don't care. But the good- it becomes a fun, the bit at the end on the planet as a set piece, if you pull that out and it was a TV episode, you'd be like, this is actually very solid. I don't care about anyone and it's a one-off thing. Yeah. I don't know, but I do think, and this is the central thing that no one seems to know. The director, Tony Gilroy, has brought in, paid a couple of million to basically, like, and this is apparently all denied and no 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 that's lies but he was brought in to rewrite stuff Christopher Christopher McQuarrie the screenwriter also did huge amount of work they did all this in the summer like to me I don't care what Disney or Lucasfilm or Gareth Edwards are saying some people 
this is a vastly different film to what he envisaged when he was taken yeah. on to do it. And did it, it, I don't I'm think it needed to be darker. It's getting such positive reviews it's, as well. It's getting, it's getting different solid reviews. Fours, like, yeah, but some fives. Like when I think back on who did, did people give it full? Oh, I think I did. Yeah. So this was a bit like I look back fondly on The Force Awakens as a fun film, but then a lot of people said, "Oh, well, it doesn't really fit in. It's too nostalgic." And I'm like, "Yeah, but that's what Star Wars films are." I don't read the um, the canon expanded universe books I don't play the games I don't read the dress up like yeah I don't dress up so for that audience this shows a lot more maybe as a different world but we as film fans want the Leia the Luke the Han Solo we and Finn and Ray actually bought into that because you're like I actually really care about these people yeah and like and Adam Driver's character knew and you're like he's going to be a good bad guy three yeah solid new people and like I think the next film is going to be great because yeah episode eight uh, and so whereas this just sort of feels bit pointless and it's such a money grab like I think I think there's probably a cut that could be done on it of about half an hour a bit like the episode one thing where it's a half an hour cut that you could watch before watching episode four mm. and like I do like it like I say there's shots in it like there's a shot coming out of the Death, Death Star when it uh, blasts the planet that I think is almost done like for like and yeah and there's loads of stuff like that that I do like from the production design point of view but in terms of the creatures and, and that it just like The Force Awakens was so fresh and exciting in terms of how that was made yeah. whereas this I'm like no, nah, it just feels like a cheap cheaper rip off now and like I say I did like quite a few bits in it um, but in general just sort of a bit peeved by the whole thing Yeah. can we talk about the bit at the very end then oh yeah <laughs> for some reason you've listened to now I mean yeah, yeah Princess Leia uh, shows up in one shot which I was kind of like <sighs> Yeah, because they get the She plans. looked as bad. Yeah. yeah. And so that, I liked, the one thing I did enjoy where it was just like, so it turns out that Mad Mickelson was the designer of the Death Star and he incorporated this element that like, if you just do this, it'll blow the whole thing up. So then he in turn gets the plan to his daughter. They're the people that all die, but they get their plans to Leia and her droids. And, you know, That's, we have. Yeah. yeah. And then, and is it in 10 minutes? But they could have done more. Like, does Vader know who Leia is at this day? Or no? Like, I want after this, and when I saw Vader going nuts, I was just like, I just want a really dark Star Wars film where Vader is just going around murdering loads of people. Yeah, but we <laughs> won't get that. We won't now. get that because that world is now so unshot. Like, what's the Han Solo standalone film going to be? Yeah, is that going to be like a parallel before? to like I'd before, say it's before New Hope? Yeah, yeah, and just a bit after Revenge, it's him just going around doing his thing. Yeah, Alden Eckerman, I think the guy from who we yeah, talked about uh-huh. in a future podcast. Yeah, Hail Caesar. Um, so overall, a disappointment. I'm still glad I saw it, and I'd actually look forward to kind of watching bits of it again, scenes. I think the set pieces, but as an overall film, it has to be considered a disappointment. Definitely. Um, oh well. Will I read the title crawl from episode four or the beginning of it? Because this is oh, what, that was another thing as well. When the film right didn't start, um, you know, it has the like in a galaxy far, far away, and I was like, cool. And then it doesn't do the big thing, and I was like, oh yeah, because it's it not knows. a Star Wars film, yeah. and it can't. So then I was instantly a bit like, mm, okay. So this is basically what the 1977 thing was. Uh, although I think it got rewritten around. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Anyway. It is a period of civil war. Rebel spaceships striking from a hidden base have won their first victory against the evil Galactic Empire. During the battle, rebel spies managed to steal secret plans to the Empire's ultimate weapon, the Death, the Death Star, an armored space station with enough power to destroy an entire planet. Pursued by the Empire's sinister agents, Princess Leia races home aboard her starship, custodian of the stolen plans that can save her people and restore freedom to the galaxy. 
Great. So it does that. When you read that, you're like, yeah, actually, that's pretty much what happens next. But also, I could have. I'm happy enough to just drop in and watch that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So that's it. Anyway, thanks very much to Gareth Edwards for having a go and seemingly being taken off the job yeah and then I don't, you yeah. know I'm kind of curious but he is still doing the junket and like kind of doing the interviews so ah yeah because he's getting loads of money what's the, the one thing story? the one other thing that I forgot to mention the music thoughts didn't have sure, all the things mm. just like Darth Vader's march but it didn't even seem like his full march it seemed like paired back or a kind of nod to it so the yeah. most interesting thing which uh, I have the scoop on here uh, Michael Giacchino did it um, but he was given a month to do it because the original composer's stuff wasn't working so I'd say Jesus is an absolute mess Why didn't yeah. they have John Williams Is he dead? No John Williams Just opted out Of doing it Okay he's like I only do Star Wars but Yeah this isn't a Star Wars But when you know You don't have him You're just kind of like So know. yeah Alexander Desplat did it Who does You know he's done Argo and uh, The Hurt Locker And all that He's won Oscars and stuff But they're yeah. much more Sparse and spare So again Gareth Edwards Obviously wanted a very Different film And I don't know. We'll never know what the actual changes were, yeah. but it seems like they just got caught between a rock and a hard place. Okay. Brilliant. Wrapping it up. Bye bye. I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship. Take one.